Thank you for joining us over here at Cozy Conversations. We are honored to be part of your regular podcast lineup. And if it wasn't already evident, we really love creating cozy content for you. You guys, we are so excited to share that we are offering a monthly subscription to The Sister Project over at anchor.com, our super cool hosting platform. We are dazzled by their initiative to support creators and their platform, so we signed ourselves up. But here's the twist. Our content is and always will be free. And to top it off, we're crazy, so we have plans to create even more. What we're doing is hopping on the content creator bandwagon and opening up space for you to support our small business because in a way, we're like your virtual cozy cup of coffee. If you're interested in learning more, head to the anchor.com link in our show notes. And P.S. Whether you decide to subscribe or not, we are just so grateful that you're tuning in. Hello and welcome to our podcast, Cozy Conversations with the Sister Project. I'm Lauren. And I'm Michelle. And we're so excited you stopped by for a visit. Come on in. Yeah, make yourself at home. We're two Midwestern sisters who love a good old-fashioned conversation and enjoy sharing our life experiences with one another and you. Consider this your one-stop shop for cozy, mindful well-being, along with some entertainment and lots of wheezy laughing. Oh, you bet there'll be a lot of that going around. (laughs) Our goal is to live our coziest life and inspire you to do the same because the truth is, we think it's good for your mind and your body. Thank you so much for tuning in. Now, let's get cozy. Ho, 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 ho. Christmas is mere days away. How are you doing? I hope you are doing well. I'm doing fine. It's TikTok and right. You know, it's it's here. Christmas is here. It's fine. We're (laughs) all good. I know. Mere days away. Come on. It's literally here. It's here. It's here. Well, in the spirit of giving, Michelle and I are giving you one of our most cozy conversations with none other than the tipsy housewife. Mm. April Winsack sat down with us to talk all things cozy. Now, if you don't follow her yet on Instagram after this conversation, you're going to. You will. We found Tipsy years ago through her incredible, super comfy, cozy recipes. Queen of comfort cooking. It's for real. Mm -hmm. She has this amazing home up north in the UP. I think she's what we call a youper. A youper. A youper. She's a youper and she's she's schooling us on the youper life. And then we talked a little bit about menopause. You know what? This was the kind of conversation that honestly, I felt like I was sitting with a girlfriend of ours. Yeah, this is the conversation where the list you listener are going to really get to know our girlfriend. Uh-huh. And after that, Michelle whipped up a really delicious pot of ham- navy bean soup. Navy bean with a little Aldi ham in it. And April said it was delicious. She did. I she, mean, how did you feel after She you said got- it was delicious and then offered to connect me to a friend bean <laughs> after partner. After she ate your food. Yes. That's legit. I mean, I feel like I've made it. <laughs> I actually, all confidence is any any question about my cooking has been reinstated with her approval of my Amazing. soup. Yeah. I'd feel really good if I were you. Yeah, I do. So it's a lovely conversation. And the soup that Michelle made is actually with the Aldi ham, which also we chatted about mm-hmm. in the conversation. Mm-hmm. So you guys are going to have a blast tuning in. We hope that you're listening while you're getting jolly or outside or doing your Christmas shopping, but make sure you do one thing, one thing only. Stay cozy and follow the Tipsy Housewife. Enjoy the conversation. We are recording now, so... Well, Everything you say here is permanent. <laughs> Just kidding. Michelle. <laughs> and welcome to Cozy Every, Conversations. Where whatever you say where is we, held against you. 
Oh, I'm you in were, trouble. <laughs> you were just about to go on about Michigan a little bit. And Michelle and I, and I'm sure are we're not your only followers who are obsessed with your house and your vibe in Michigan. No, everyone is. And that's why I feel like I have to go there because if I'm not there, <laughs> people are like, when are you going back? And I'm like, well, I have a life here. <laughs> I mean, and the thing about it that I worship is like, you're not just going up to this cozy like sanctuary in the woods it's like overlooking Walden's pond it's like you are also like immersed in the Uper life and like Uper. you freaking yes. live it well my mom will love to hear this because um it is very Walden Pondish if I remember that movie who is that Henry Ford oh, and wait, Henry Thoreau I think it was probably on oh, Golden I, Pond oh, sorry um, whatever maybe Walden's same, books same you guys we know we all know what I was thinking <laughs> you were talking about a book and I think I was talking about a movie and I think I was just talking about a person yeah we well, don't know so my dad, I was a lit major by the way I'll just like to side note that the, the that. coziness is though I know what you're talking about like in my so mind so cozy I mean well, you were is, saying something about your mom It's well it's very much like such a different lifestyle like it it's is. like going back in time and like my stepdad grew up going up there camping and fishing and like the whole story of how they like got the land and then built their dream house and everything was like very romantic you know like a romantic beautiful cozy story so that house is all my mom you know her decorating it's and her beautiful work. and then just the area so is it a cabin because from the outside I thought it, recently I saw a photo and it looked almost log cabinish. it's like well like the front looks log cabinish, okay. but like the lake side is like the big windows. It looks bigger than it is. Like it's a lot of good living space. Yeah. You know, so it's so pretty. Two bedrooms and a bunk room. And then we have like our living room area and then the outside porch and the screen porch. And then the basement, there's like another family room. I mean, I, I don't go on the internet. Uh, on Instagram as yeah. much as uh, you'd think I should being yeah. in the business that I'm in your you content <laughs> your <laughs> your content is it is the coziest shit on Instagram it, one of my favorite it's accounts. the most Thanks. fun enjoyable and and relaxing thing and to what watch. I love most is I'm mostly like vegetarian so yeah. a lot of food you make I don't can't what it, I can't eat because yeah. there's meat but what's but I love watching you cook because I like you. to see techniques but then I'm there for my guilty pleasure which is the cozy house well, and people <laughs> love it like that that's like the best feedback I get from my followers what do like, they say just like can we have a house tour what's the bathroom <laughs> oh my like? god like, and it's like retro it kind of has like a retro vibe to it well, like I always get this story wrong and my mom would be a better one to like tell it obviously because it's her house but um they went to this builder who's really well known up there, this guy named Dan Benson. And he was on the he was working towards retiring mm -hmm. and not building anything more. I mean, this guy's been in like architectural magazines and stuff for his like beautiful work on these homes. And my stepdad went to my guest and said, like, we want this. And he's like, sorry, I can't do it for that price. And my stepdad was a numbers guy. So he's like, OK. So they were waiting. And then the housing market crashed like back like 15 years ago mm -hmm. or 20 whenever that was wasn't and it in like 08 or something i forget what year yeah i wouldn't know and so then dan came to him and said okay i'll do it because he wanted to keep his guys working uh -huh. but i mean so that's I, how that and so he built that house he built that house and like everything in that house is like made it's not yeah it's like, like a all, cabinet kit no, or like, he like whatever made like the, the doors the railing it's all custom yeah Jesus, like this I, house gets cooler by like the second i live for when tipsy and her mom <laughs> turn the house it goes from like fall to, to winter to christmas i'm like to beam me up take me yeah, there yeah we're well, gonna hide in your car I know one we day have a and like we, a oh my god and i love I'll teach yoga yeah 
Oh my God. Okay. And I love like your trips to the local supper clubs and yeah. the things that you share with the little like mom and pop shops. The, Man- the Wisconsin Manhattan. The old fashioned. The old fashioned. Yeah. Do you get those there or just in Wisconsin? I feel like you drink them there. Well, so where we're at is the Western UP. So, you know, everyone talks, and I know this is like basically like radio and you the can't mitten. see, but the mitten. And so we're in the left mitten. And so we go up through Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. So we're only eight miles over the Wisconsin border, oh, the northernmost okay. Wisconsin the northern, border. Yes. So most of the stuff that we do is in the Wisconsin side. Okay. okay. So and is that where you're getting the old fashioned? Yeah. But I mean, up in the you UP, can get them it's kind of like, well, it depends. I went to a, I went snowmobiling once and I went mm-hmm. to this very Uber bar and it's, they're wonderful Fine. people, but they're very, like, it's extreme weather, and it's, like, an extreme lifestyle, and so they're just matter-of-fact. So we rode, like, 50 miles to this bar. And we when you say in. we, you and your mom, you and Mr. Tipsy, this who are you with? This was me and our, we have family friends who live near us that own a trout hatchery. And cool. I know all about it. They're I've closed seen, in I've the wintertime, obviously. <laughs> and so the, the dad, Dino, was a really good friend of my stepdad's. And so now sometimes like him and I are like kind of both live the retiree lifestyle in the winter time. And so we'll go riding. But we went up to a bar and uh, we walk in and I was like, can I get a, a brandy old fashioned sweet with olives? And ladies goes, you'll have a beer. I'm like, oh beer it is my that. God, are you serious? Yeah, that's just in like, I kind of love, I love, I love yeah, it. It's just gruff. So how many hours from Roger, Rogers Park does it take to get to your home? In Michigan. I mean, realistically, it's about six and a half oh, hours. That's a good ride. Because you go to the bath. You have to go to the yep. bathroom. We have dogs. We have to let them out. You have to stop and get your favorite coffee. At my that. quick trip. <laughs> yeah, your quick I trip. I love quick trip. <laughs> Gas station food is like, no, totally my thing. But yeah, like the transition of seasons is, and it's so fast. Like, it's, it's so fast. Like, we have such a short window of summer, and then it's fall, and then it's winter, and then it's winter, and winter, and, and winter. winter. So it's winter. like hardcore winter up there. I mean, yeah. Right now, you guys got a ton of snow. Always. There's all, we live in what's called the snow belt. Okay. So it comes down from Lake Superior. <gasps> so it's just constantly jealous. So jealous. So jealous. So it's like living, my mom always says it's like living in a snow globe, because it's just always just coming down. Do and, you, will you spend Christmas this year? We never year? spend Christmas there, because we have our family here. Yeah. Okay. So we usually do a nice, like, we were just up there almost five weeks. We come home for Christmas. And then sometimes we go back for New Year's and sometimes we stay home for New Year's. But by January, we're up there almost until like March. Oh, wow. Snowmobile season. And that's the biggest season of all. Really? I I think it's even bigger than the summertime people because you, there's so many bars and trails and Oh yeah, I we used to do that yeah. back in the day. Yeah, we would do it. We, you were sorry, I had my might have had just a burnout here for a second. You were talking about <laughs> snowmobiling, right? Yeah, yeah snowmobiling. Okay. So we, up, there, up there was mining, and so they had all the train tracks. And then when the mining was depleted, they took all the train tracks out and they turned them into snowmobile trails. And it's just a very much sense of community and like camaraderie up there because everybody works on a voluntary basis to maintain those trails and wow. keep them clear. Because this, of the, the snowmobile, the snowmobile trails are one of the if you are really? like a into Frieslutzliv and wanting to experience open air and get into the cold yep. going to Wisconsin in the UP and mm-hmm. doing the snowmobiling trails and I and being in the night and and traveling along these pine tree oh lined God, cool. snow covered trees it's okay. stunning and rivers that are still flowing because there's so water, you, you water, I mean, there's more waterfalls in the UP than like I think even that I saw in Hawaii when I was there. Oh my god! I'm sure there's an actual number, but I mean, the waterfalls in the UP are like 
amazing. Do you think you could do more of a series for us next time? <laughs> yes. It's like a spring, <laughs> a spring series as we the water snow starts to melt. If you could just take us through some of these. I, and you I, have. I've thought about getting like a GoPro. Well, so the snowmobiling was not my favorite thing. Like I did not like it at all. And my stepdad took me a couple times and he was like, do you think you can go any faster? Because what I'm did you not like about it? Just being behind it's the machinery. Terrifying. I mean, it's, it's terrifying. You're on this machine and you're, you know, you're flying down these trails and a deer can walk out yeah. and you hit a deer or I mean, like that's trouble. There's people that are flying around you that are out there for speed. And or sport. you go off trail and you go um, underneath a wire fence and decapitate why yourself. Why did you tell that story? That's why, that's <laughs> I mean, why I'm so scared of it. It's because we heard that story when we were kids we from our friend. dad. Well, well the we guy had from a friend the newest year died from Randy Salerno, right? He died on a snowmobile up there. Yeah, that's Salerno. Is that the Is that the... Um, what is the funeral home? Salerno? I don't know. He was on like Channel 5 and he like... Oh, no, that's very him. familiar. How sad. Yes, you got to be careful. I mean, it's, it is a, it's no you joke. know, and it's, it's no scary. Joke. And so then when he passed away, you know, it was like my mom and I tried to take him out one time right after he died and I was like getting all brave and I rode off trail, which is so wrong. And I did get <laughs> stuck and I was like freaking out and panicking and crying and I was like, just sell these things. I don't ever want to see him again. <laughs> So the next winter, our neighbor, Dino, was like, come on, I'll take you out. You're going to learn to, like, ride safely. Yeah. And now I'm like, I'm in all the are you hilarious gear. Oh, I saw gear. your gear. I'm the, yeah, I'm, like, the, into And the it coats now. are hilarious. Like, I it's insane. I love this. Well, because my mom was like, I really just like the culture. Like, you you ride to a bar. You have a drink. You have some lunch. You ride for another couple hours. Then you go to another bar mm-hmm. and have a drink. Yeah. And I'm, she's like, I really love that atmosphere. I'm like, we can just sell the snowmobiles, buy the gear, park down the road, <laughs> and walk in with the stuff. <laughs> No one will know. No one will know. <laughs> and she's like, no, that's not right. So I'm really glad that we stuck it out because it is like, it is like so thrilling to be, because you will, you will never see these parts of the country unless you're on. The Absolutely. Snowmobile. You can't walk back. No, there. no kidding. And it's, and it's just, expand, like it's massive, huge, like miles yes, and hundreds of miles. Like 300 miles or something like that. Yeah, no kidding. It's crazy. I mean, it is stunning like there are moments like we'll be riding and I just have to like stop because I like mm. not to be crazy but like you're almost like in awe that take it's, it like, in it, my dad is this heaven yeah, I feel like, like I'm I a die? different planet yeah, looking at something I was looking at my real. baby the other day I'm like am I in heaven yeah, I <laughs> <it>. my dad <laughs> I get it well now speaking of or not speaking of the the UP but we wanted to change gears just a little bit because Michelle actually it's in there it is your Aldi ham yes oh, ham. you influenced me yes. so, so what's the deal with this ham I don't know. Like, so I always used to have this cookie day party, which we haven't the last couple of years because of COVID, but we're going to get back to it this year. This is a little bit hectic, mm-hmm. but it was always my cousins and I and their kids, the ones who have kids, the ones who don't. And we would just come over like sl- as slobby as possible. And everyone would bring cookies <clears throat> that they baked and we do a cookie exchange and then right. I would make like a very elaborate lunch. And we would just basically a bunch of women lay around all day and like eat. Oh my God. <laughs> sounds that like sounds a Roman goddesses. Yeah. It was like the best day. <laughs> So I started making this ham because everyone likes ham. My cousins, some of my cousins are very picky eaters, but I would always shop at Aldi. This was before Aldi was cool. Like, yeah, I think you might. I actually think you might have made it cool. I would tell Aldi. We will send this to them. Dear Aldi. Yeah. Here's your lady. made it cool. But I would get this ham because I didn't have a lot of money back then when we started this. And I'd put it in the crock pot and, uh. My mom was like going crazy over this ham one time. And she's this, like, where and did this you was get the this Aldi ham? ham. Yeah. And I said, it's from Aldi. And she couldn't believe it because she was not an Aldi shopper at the time. And it is the best value for the money. So how long have you been getting this ham? Oh, God. For like 20 years. Oh, my God. So ham. would you get this ham like instead of like a honey baked ham? Oh, for sure. And how much is it? 
the one that I just made for the party that I cooked for on Saturday. Ours was 12 pounds. It was 30 bucks. Is that? Oh, mine wasn't even that much. I think I might have got it on sale because I bought like a huge ham for like 30 people and it was like $16. Okay. But still, but still like a honey baked ham is like a hundred bucks. And you're not, and you're not outside waiting in the cold for an hour to pick it up. Listen, they've they've gotten better. They've organized it. Anthony's always. You don't know what you're talking about. Okay. I mean, I know the honey baked hams are delicious for sure. They are, but but this ham was delicious. And I, of course, my favorite thing about ham is the soups that you get to make with the leftovers. And that's what I made for us and you to enjoy after we chat is my version of navy bean ham and bean soup. Fuck. Yeah. But the bone, the bone (laughs) that comes in that Aldi ham is it's like just a beautiful ham. And like when I tell people it's from Aldi, no one can ever believe it because they think it's a it's a honey baked ham. Mm -hmm. And my cousin looks beautiful. She had to buy a honey baked ham for Thanksgiving because her husband didn't want to like change at the last minute. Of course. But I'm like, you got to try this ham because it's going to save you. Like, I think yeah. more than a hundred bucks. I think you're right. More. I think you're right. Sometimes they could be like $150. Um, mm-hmm. What are you making for Christmas? You personally. That's the funny thing. I don't really cook on Good Christmas. for you. Good, Good for, for you. Go you. eat Take a mind. break. Let's put your legs cook. up. But I mean, I do all the recipes beforehand. I cook every year for my cousin, our cousin's Christmas which party. Which you just had. Which I just had on. It's always the second Saturday in December. So that was this past Saturday. And it's always like a fun theme. And it's an, he works for Walsh Construction. He's like a senior project manager. So it's all the people that work with him or right underneath him. And they're just really smart people. They're like engineers mm-hmm. and they build bridges and they're it's pretty cool. They like to let loose, you know? Yeah, so they're they, like, oh, we don't have to be responsible for bridges right now. <laughs> yeah, we could just, yeah, just have drink fun. and eat. And so like I do all the cooking for that. And then you know, I do stuff for the blog to get stuff up there for people. And by the time like Christmas rolls around, my dad does Christmas Eve and he makes homemade pizza. That's our tradition. Oh, I love that. And then my mom, we how always nice. I like, think my kids would like that too. I mean, honestly, not, we do easy. we do the feast of the seven fishes. Yeah, that's and a lot. It's, it's a, a ton it's of work. Insane. It's a lot. We did Vigilia. It is good. What did you do? Vigilia What's a couple that? years ago. So that's a Polish tradition where you have only white food. I've never heard of that. So like, so what is, what would be on that menu? Um, we do potatoes of some sort. There's a whole, do you do white fish? Yeah. There's a white fish. There's a whole like method to it. You can look it up. It's called with a W W I G L I A. That's really cool. I've never heard of that. Yeah. And And that's a Christmas Polish tradition. It's a Polish tradition. You have Vigilia. So it's all like, to be honest, it's none of the foods I really like. Yeah. You have pierogi, which I like. I love love pierogi. But I mean, there's a whole system to it like you have to have hay on the table oh. and then like jesus baby jesus has baby's to be there, there and baby jesus is covered there. up and warm you do the opatki do you know what that no. is What's so there are these sheets of like basically like communion okay so yeah. bread like like really wafer, like a wafer. wafer and then you everyone gets a piece and you break it off and share with one another and kiss and i love that that's sweet so if there's a whole tradition behind that so we did my mom did that a couple years ago and she's like i'm never doing this <laughs> Are Plus, you so are you guys all Pol- are yeah, you Polish? I'm a hundred percent Polish. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Do you make a lot of Polish food? Yeah, we do. I mean Do you do borscht? No. No, I love like borscht. we buy a lot of Polish food too. Like I love Polish. Where do you go? Where do you go in the Shop city? Shop and save on Milwaukee and Devon has like the best Polish Okay, okay good Delhi. to know. Have you ever done know. um Montrose Deli? No. That's a good one. That's for I the dill pickle it. soup. And then Kasha's is more on my yeah, side of town. Yeah. So good. I like Kasha's pierogi. Chop and Save makes their own. So I always buy those. Chop and Save? Shop and Shop Save. Shop and Save. Yeah. Okay. There's a few of them, but the one on Devon and Milwaukee is in the Polish area. So it's very, very Polish. Love food. it. 
but yeah, we're all Polish. I didn't know that. Yeah. My C- mom and my dad are both, and my great grandparents were, spoke Polish and I don't. I, I love I Polish food. But yeah, by the time Christmas comes around, I'm like cooked out. And so my mom yeah, is really you are. Well, that's what I wanted to ask you because you <laughs> you are pretty, you have a lot of energy. I mean, cooking is no joke. And yeah. you're not, you're cooking a lot. You're but transporting. She's, but she's also, she's also making content with it, which blows it's me away. Like, like when she does step by step. It's in, it's unbelievable. Do you swan dive into your bed at the end of the night? <laughs> no, I'm never tired like that. Yeah, you have. Where a, do you get your energy from? Is it just so because you're coffee. fueled so much by your passion though too, I feel like. Well, I mean, I've always wanted to do this and it was like, you know, you have these talents. Everyone has their talents and like, it's very rare that you can take all of like your interests and your talents and put them into like a career. Yeah. I mean, it's very hard to like be able to like combine like all of that into one thing mm-hmm. that makes money, you know? And, and and this wasn't about making money from the start. It just, I did it. And then all of a sudden people were like, how come you're not monetizing yeah. it? So. Mm-hmm. And you should. But also I was going to say, you were doing all of these things, making all of this stuff, and you get to create from Chicago, from the UP. Like mm-hmm. how, how lucky are you to be able to have that? I think that's been like the biggest blessing because um, I think that one of the secrets to like such great growth is the appeal of being able to like cook meals you know, we're, we're, I don't want to say we're in a food desert in the UP, but like we definitely have limited oh, access yeah. to things. Like we don't have access to a lot of fresh vegetables mm, no. and whatnot up there. It's a lot of meat. It's wow. a lot of game meats. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of like. It's like a whole different lifestyle. It's a whole different lifestyle. And things, you know, there, there are ways to go and go to bigger stores, but that's like an hour drive. Mm-hmm. And sometimes when the weather's bad. So it's been really great to be able to. And that kind of stems from my previous career when I worked for that celebrity chef where I lived in the different communities Mm -hmm, we served and shopped at like gas stations. So it's been really nice to be able to cook. It's very appealing to people who maybe see some stuff on social media and they see snippets and they think like, oh, she has this house and this and that. But then they see me cooking from Family Dollar. It's much more relatable, Mm -hmm. you know, and it took a lot to get her. I mean, this is the first time in my whole entire life and I'm 46 that I haven't had to work like two or three jobs Jobs at a time. You know, congratulations. That's amazing. That's awesome, April. And I mean, I'm a workhorse, you know, and so that's that was just I probably could have. I like to I'm really good at making money. I'm really good at spending money. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, a lot of that That's was like okay. poor financial planning that I worked three jobs because I wanted to live a lifestyle that I wanted. Exactly. So I worked whatever I did. I yeah. love your honesty. I bartended. I did whatever. And like I said, being able to kind of formulate this job that didn't exist, like trying to explain this job to like your grandmother. Is yeah, very it difficult. doesn't translate. It, it was our dad. It's, it's really, so, yeah, there's difficulty. There's like a barrier where it's like, I think they can't understand it because it's so different. So foreign to what they're used to. Right. And also, they they kind of give up trying to understand it, too. They're like, wait, right. you make money? How? What? Right. And I'm like, it's just forget it. Right. The interweb. <laughs> right. Forget it. And like trying to explain the multiple streams of income yeah. thing is very difficult for yeah. people to understand because, Agreed. you know, the generation that I was raised by, you know, they worked one job. That yep. was the same and job they got their for money 30 years every or 40 two years. Weeks. And that was it, you know? So... It's even surprising for me to understand. No like, one in that generation got to change their minds along the way. Never. What the hell? They really right? Didn't. They just kind of just did put what your they nose did. down and get it done. I mean, I get why they were like that. I mean, considering all of what happened in history for them to be that right. way. But dang, and it's probably I would, comfortable and consistent. I also think These there was better work, work-life balance back yeah. then too. None. No, there like, was none. Right. They went to work. They punched out. And they, they came were home. Done. They no, there was a balance. No, they were not. This was they weren't bringing homework. That's what you're absolutely right. 
It's so different I, now. You're uh, we're so accessible. Right. Okay, but I do think that the but the <clears throat> like the baby boomer generation. Uh, fine, they had a work-life balance because they didn't have a phone, but nobody considered self-care for one no, minute. That never. was not a part of the plan. No, but I just think that part of the self-care that they may not have realized that they were doing was stopping work when work stopped. Right. Many of them. You know, this, the, you know, maybe more the blue-collar kind of situations. They punch out, they go home, and they're done. That, but also they didn't really expect a lot more, much more. Like, yeah. they didn't expect, like, to, to travel. Like, they didn't feel like, oh, if I don't go on a vacation once a year. Yeah, no. there was no, like, no, keeping up with the Joneses. No. And seeing what the world is doing yeah. on social media. Yeah. 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 So I know uh, Christmas is crazy. I guess I'm still doing some more recipes this week. I'm making Duchess potatoes. What are Duchess potatoes? They're basically like double baked potatoes, but without the skin. You like pipe oh, them I onto a pan. I love the sound of that. Sounds yeah. fancy. We're going to do that. And then a couple other things. But, you know, my mom, she makes a beautiful roast on Christmas Day. Yeah. And we just enjoy it's a little simple. Yeah. Like a rib roast or a rump roast? What kind we of a do, roast? Um, <laughs> Well, so we, she'll laugh if she listens to this because we were arguing the whole time up at the, like, I know it looks all like cozy and giggles, but like we fight. Don't get me wrong. Like, so do so we, you're a normal yeah. human being. Yeah. Got it. We, like, Good. She, we, we had like a big fight a couple, like maybe over the summer and she like just went into the pantry and slammed the door. And put I love it. I love that you got a mom to fight with. I think it's freaking awesome. I mean, it, yeah, I, I, I try to tell myself. I love it. I'm sure she tries to tell herself. Keep reminding thing. yourself of that. So the roast, we had like a roast <laughs> argument. Because um, a roast argument. <laughs> well, so there's this meat company up in Wisconsin called Edelman's, and they're out of Anago, Wisconsin. And so I don't know if you know this, but there's like meat territories. Nope, didn't know so, this. So like you can't like if you sell meat in Wisconsin, you can't sell it in Michigan, mm-hmm. right? Or like there's different licensing or sure. whatever, like red tape you have to get through. So there's this really delicious meat company that they bring steaks to the gas station, which I talk about on oh, Tips yep. Energy Mart. I love this. So mom and I had an argument because she. <laughs> <laughs> Believe it or not, I'm a little bossy. <laughs> Tell us more. <laughs> so I was going to Energy Mart to get steaks because once a tr- our cousins live on the lake and they were up and he, my cousin had his son Cole with and we like to do like a steak dinner on like their last night or our last night just for something yeah. special. So I was going to Energy Mart and she was like, hey, while you're there, ask them if they can get <laughs> us a tender, a beef tenderloin. So oddly, I'm pulling up to the gas station and the Edelman's delivery guy is there. And I was like, hey, because they only sell the slices of filet, which I, which is so like, like gas station. You walk station. up along the truck side, put your arm yeah. up like, hey, and I was there, like, hey, buddy. You got, <laughs> <laughs> got meat or what? You got a tenderloin or are you just happy to see me? <laughs> exactly. So I asked him about this meat situation and he's like, here, call the owner and I'll be back next Tuesday and I can bring it if he says OK. So I was all excited and I get home and it was. Like, I told it to my mom what, what went down, you know, this meat drug deal. <laughs> yeah, this meat deal. <laughs> She's like, I'm not doing all that. That's too complicated. I'm just going to call the meat market in Eagle River. So I don't know if you've noticed, but prices on things are crazy. Insane. Everything's up. So she calls this meat market in Eagle River, and it's like $60 a pound for a beef tenderloin. I mean, a pound? I mean, I understand the cost of things are expensive, but they're also like gouging. Not it's this re- particular meat market. Yeah, I think. in general. In general, it's in ridiculous. General. So I said, well, I can call Edelman's. And she's like, I'm not going through that. And I was like, well, why are you acting like I'm the crazy when you're the one who told me to ask? I I didn't go make some like back alley meat deal. (laughs) Like I asked the person that was there. So then she says, I'm just going to do a crown roast of pork. I'm like, nobody wants to eat that shit. So you guys were fighting over your meat. So we're fighting over this meat. So when she left to go somewhere, I secretly (laughs) 
Oh, did you get it? <laughs> called the meat company. And the guy was like, I'm not doing that. And I was like, all right, fine. Meat fight over. So while she was out, I took the business card and I wrote, I left it for her on her desk and I wrote, eat a dick. And what, did she laugh at that? <laughs> I don't know. She never mentioned it. I love you. <laughs> so then I get this text message in my DMs from Tipsy of somebody in town who, quote unquote, heard I was looking for a tenderloin and they could get me a good Are you serious? Hell yeah. Wait, this is the Street perfect, this is the best segue because I want to talk to you before we start wrapping up about your relationship with some of your followers. Oh, God. And now let's hear a word from our sponsor. Michelle. Yes. As a new mom, I am realizing that there is nothing more important than having access to incredible care for my kid. Yeah, isn't that the truth, Lauren? Mm-hmm. And now you get it more than ever with your sweet little Luna. I know. I love her. Okay, let, let's stand strict here. <laughs> okay. I know I always say this, but it really does take a village to get these kids through life, especially if a little one needs an extra hand meeting their developmental milestones as they grow. That's why our friends at Hummingbird Pediatric Therapies are just the village you are seeking should your child need services. Their therapies range from pediatric counseling, speech, occupational, feeding, and physical therapy. Wow, that's amazing. Mm -hmm. And beyond that, they offer neurodevelopmental treatment and social-emotional playgroups. Hummingbird offers the most comprehensive five-star-reviewed pediatric therapy in the Chicagoland area for children of all developmental stages. Hummingbird helps kids and parents navigate big toddler feelings, autism, sensory processing disorder, Down syndrome, picky eaters, speech delays, and many other developmental delays and genetic disorders. If you have a small child and are curious about their milestones, check out Hummingbird's developmental tool at hummingbirdpediatrictherapies.com. That interactive checklist option is free, and with just a few questions answered, you will get immediate feedback at no cost. For more about Hummingbird Pediatric Therapies and their services, or to make an appointment for your child, head to hummingbirdpediatrictherapies.com and meet your tribe. And now, back to our cozy conversation. It yeah. is one of my favorite parts of your existence on Instagram. I, when you call people out. Oh, when she gets... When, when you she, get snippy, like the snippy housewife, when you're like, no. read the directions. It's there. No, I will not substitute. You crack me up because your honesty is just so refreshing. Well, I can't You're not fake. You're you know? so real. So what kind of inbox messages do you... Do you have people that like bark up your tree about shit? I don't know how to say this because I don't <laughs> want to like alienate any of my office. Uh my followers. It's just, I appeal to a certain demographic okay. of women that are like my age or older. And like me, we think we know better always. Mm-hmm. And we, I myself tend to be the bearer of unsolicited advice. Mm-hmm. So since starting tipsy and receiving lots of unsolicited <laughs> advice, yeah. I, it, I'm actually blessed that this is, this is what occurs because it's helped me be less vocal about giving people unsolicited advice, okay. even though I do still do it. So, you know, I, I'm a one of like 17 grandchildren. I have an older brother and sister. Like I was born in the seventies. I don't think I got a lot, a lot of attention because that was just the way it was. And mm-hmm. so like, obviously part of tipsy is like my need for attention. I love it. You know? I love like, this so pay much. Attention to me. Yeah. Pay you're like the middle child of Instagram. Yeah, you you're like, don't give me too much. Right. You're like the housewife. Right. So it's like, <laughs> You know, there's women on there who will have to give their two cents. And of course, I take it personal. Like, why don't you like the pickle? You know, like, it's just, it's me being <laughs> why don't slightly you like sensitive. The pickle? But it also becomes like overwhelming because it's like, 
just do like I'm not asking your opinion. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And and it's I know that why does everybody you don't everybody doesn't we don't well, you, know how the, you know that saying up. opinions are like assholes. Yeah, everyone's that, everyone's got and I one. think that like we've also so they're actually like conducting a study, which will probably t- I, what is it like from bedside to benchmark, like medical studies is like 75 years or whatever, but they're actually studying um behaviors of people online and and it's really interesting because Mm. it's mostly affecting 55 and over and then the younger generation because of like the whole lockdown and everything it's called like being chronically online so they're you're losing social norms Mm -hmm. of how to behave properly because makes are those lack of social norms presenting in regular like public no social activities these people don't really they're not engaging Got it. outside of the internet. Got That's it. their okay. only form of social interaction. Homebound people, like people yeah. who are working. What from an home. interesting study. And so there's a lot of information being shared where they see something, even though it's not asking for an opinion, and they think that their opinion is warranted. And, we, and we that's a, where the frustration comes. We get a very small amount of that, but I see exactly what you're talking about. Sometimes I'm like, oh, what an odd thing to say to yeah. somebody. But you're right. It's like that social norm has kind of dissipated. There, the filter is gone. Yeah, it's yeah. gone. Yeah. And you're like, oh, okay. And people think that to say it online is safer than saying it to someone's face, which it's not. Because there are now people who have made their entire genre of their account finding mean comments and then finding everything out about that person in oh. like three clicks and then outing them. Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. Oh, That's yeah. a little terrifying. There's people on TikTok who like spend their, they'll, they'll find a mean comment on someone else's page, find out who that person is, where they work, what they do. It's called doxing and they get them fired from their jobs. Okay. That's just kind of like, honestly, to me though, that's kind of like get a life, let them be an asshole. And why don't, I don't know. Well, I, that, sometimes the comments are like racial based or like racism. And that's they, different. Yeah. Okay. It's not about it's like, not the, like your oh, pickle. Your yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was a little confused by what we were taught. I was like, no, that seems a little intense, right. but many different ends of the spectrum. Yeah. Now these days you can't, you can't show your true colors online no. without being found. And I also think like for me, I, I don't think people understand my sarcasm sometimes of like when I say stuff mm-hmm. and they get like, cause there's two groups of people. There's the people who do like the online bullying and like mean comments. And then there's the people who are the defenders of those of people. comments. When mm-hmm. I am responding or respond to it. <laughs> I love so I had this that. woman on Facebook who like, whenever I would, for example, I posted a recipe for seven layer salad the last couple of days. I've seen it. Okay. And some lady today said, my husband doesn't like peas. Can I substitute? Okay. Now that's where I would chime in and be like, listen here, <laughs> Ninny, make a fucking decision for yourself and or do whatever don't you put want. The peas in. Well, no. so I said no. substitute a new husband who likes peas. Yes, for sure. <laughs> but there will be a woman who will say, You're so rude. Like she was just asking an innocent question. Oh, so they'll oh, come back them God. up. Yeah. Like Less, I, and I don't think up. people understand like my quick humor of I things. think that's a funny comment you made. Right. And yeah. other people do too. But there's people who do not. And the thing is, is that I started the account, both all of the accounts, to engage with other like-minded people. So it's more so frustration that I can't, that I have to weed through this nonsense to get to the, to people. Get to the people I want to have conversations Absolutely. with. Absolutely. I don't know. I think everything you put out there, even all the burger stuff you make that I haven't touched ground meat in a thousand years. I'm like, God, that sure looks good. I, I, honestly, I think Tipsy is one of the coziest cooks in town. There's like no, she, you just, you nail comfort food. Well, that's because there's no awareness of health in any of my <laughs> So speaking of being health conscious, you have given up drinking. And was this a, tell us why. So I was having some digestive issues. Mm. And 
I mean, to, if I'm just being completely honest, and I'm assuming there's a lot of women listening to your Absolutely. podcast. Mostly women. I'm encroaching on menopause. Okay. Mm. And so I noticed that there's a lot of like hormonal changes going on with my body and like being able to like go to the bathroom. Yeah. And like one of those issues. Yeah, absolutely. And I know like your digestion, like it's slowing down. Slowing down. Got it. Okay. And then I created some problems down under. Got like, it. Straining and whatnot. Oh, yeah. That's okay. the worst. It's Been the there, worst. done that. And, and I'm sorry, I actually you went joined that. a Facebook group. And it's Stop. a lot of what, new like moms. constipation. Oh, well, because it's called hemorrhoids and fissure group. Uh, oh, <laughs> my God. And both I, of those things are the worst the things worst. ever yeah. on the planet. Fissures, I vote that fissures are worse than hemorrhoids. But well, there's a lot of new moms on there, too. And then a lot of women my age who are like menopausal, who like it, the women in this group are saying how like that is the pain of the fissure is worse than um, childbirth. It's pretty intense. In certain circumstances. And plus it lasts longer. It's not like just a momentary, like you give birth and then you're recovering. Well, because it keeps getting like bothered down there. Because if you have to go, oh, that's a, that's a pain in the butt. No pun. I quit. (laughs) It's a big pain in the butt. So I, quit drinking because I was noticing that the problems were made worse when I was drinking alcohol. Absolutely. And then, you know, speaking of like algorithms and social media, TikTok started sending me all these videos of like alcoholism that you maybe don't realize you're an alcoholic. (laughs) Were you like, hmm, are you trying to tell me something, TT? Like, you know, so then I was seeing some behaviors of like drinking. I was not in every, I am not and will, will never be an everyday drinker. But I was noticing that there would be like weeks I don't drink or a couple weeks I don't drink. And then when I do drink, it's like it's like none or 12. I know. I think you were talking about this on your you were just talking about, it, I think, on your podcast, but we were or on your Instagram. But we've we've had discussions with other people recently. Same thing. Zero or 100. Right. So not there's no like just a glass. Right. And yes. as I was getting older, like. I just can't even process that. I'd be sick. I wouldn't even catch a buzz. And then I'd be sick for like three days afterwards. Mm. And so then I was having these digestive issues and all of the other problems. But one of the things I wanted to share with you guys, because I know you're like super into like, well, maybe not super into, but like holistic things and whatnot. So I'm up late, like researching all of these like care things for this, because I, I'm not going to get into my whole like medical beliefs or whatever, but I always like to try to change habits before going to like a doctor because I get scared of being like on medicine forever. I completely understand. So I'm agree. up late at three in the morning reading about like these cures on this hemorrhoid fissure group. <laughs> and somebody mentioned something about egg yolk oil. Egg yolk, yolk oil? Have you heard wow, of that's this? a no, tongue twister. Not. No. So I start reading on Google and I find out that this is like a Chinese medicine thing, which I like kind of bring some of that into our life with like healing certain things. Same. And I find this woman on Etsy who makes egg yolk oil. Of course. So she raises chickens and then she makes this oil and it is like $50 for half an ounce. But at this point, Oh, wow. oh they, I pay 150 right, just to get some relief. At this point, someone told me to like shove a banana. This is what yeah. I spend to my mom. If someone told me to shove a banana up there, I'd do it. My mom's like, again? <laughs> <laughs> but, I love your mom. So I buy this egg yolk oil and within days, all of my symptoms hmm. are gone. Okay, I have a Sounds question. like the garlic for my yeast infections. She puts, she puts garlic Oh, I know people who've done that and put the yogurt on that works. thing and put it up Only there. thing that works. With this egg yolk oil, mm-hmm. are you are you eating it, consuming it, or are you rubbing it on the infected area? You, you, it's topical. It's topical. Okay. Yeah. That would be a better way to ask. Yeah. Yeah, yeah rubbing she's rubbing out in her, she's fingering, fingering in her asshole. Are you putting it on your butthole? Or yeah. You, <laughs> putting it on and in, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it works. And it works. But so This is actually really good information. groundbreaking. Thank I you have, I brought it to show you guys, but it's from a lady, it's called Egg Alchemy. Maybe you, we can rub some on you. For sure. <laughs> Do you want us to? Yeah. While you're Hold eating my navy bean soup. 
So the beans are going to be great for that. <laughs> I love this. No, but so she makes this oil that is, so I had these age, I know the, the listeners yeah. can't see, but I had these age spots here that were very dark and I've been putting it on there and they faded. Holy this is crap. literally like what they say about breast milk. Like put yeah. breast milk on anything. Yeah. Antibiotics. Oh, every, everything. Yeah. It sounds like egg yolk oil so is like the adult version. Oil, this lady sent it to me and I used it for four days and it had five. I mean, this was 10 weeks of pain oh, that was gone. That. It went from like a 10 to a two. No kidding. So I feel like I need to tell this. Yeah, you guys tell this. people. So mm-hmm. I'm like, how do you email somebody and say, <laughs> you saved my ass? You tell her. <laughs> exactly. You, right? And she knows she did. So I did. And she was like, it's so crazy that you're telling me this because someone else just recently you know, talked about this to me and I couldn't give him an answer. And I said, yeah, it worked. So I said, are you ready for this to go viral? Because I'm going to talk about it eventually on Tipsy, but you need to have like a supply. You ready. People are going to order this. But anyway, she says it works for eczema. It works for any kind Lauren. of like... Well, that's great because I feel the same way about what you're saying about other options besides like even store-bought yeah. stuff. Like uh, Luna has, and it's gotten better because I did try something. She has um, eczema a little bit. And they were like, use 1% cortis- uh, hydrocortisone. Yeah. And I was like, Ugh. she's got such virtue. She's a baby skin. skin. It like thins it. I'm like, I will use that. And then I found something much more on my gentle. Yeah. But gentle. you can also bathe her in breast milk. And, that and I know, unfortunately, I dried up. Oh. But but there's other, there's like, you can bathe her in like oat baths and yeah. whatnot. But my point being is that I would actually try that for her eczema. Yeah. It's people on her, this, this lady's reviews were like going crazy. So I like found an actual like medical study that was done in like China Versus it was this egg yolk oil versus um maybe it was nitroglycerin cream or something, but anyway, it, once you read the study, it all makes sense why it would work. Mm-hmm. Very cool. It just takes longer to work. You know, you don't get the who, instant relief. You guys, who knew we'd be talking about hemorrhoids? I know. <laughs> well, that's food. what that's where our relationship has gone with April. <laughs> and the drinking gotten... is just great. And no you drinking. feel good. I feel if it wasn't for the other part, like I feel better yeah, 100%. than I felt my whole entire life. I bet. Life. So as we wrap things up, April. We love asking our, our guests this because um, it's like the coziest thing that we do. Reading things, watching things, or listening to things. Are there any that you want to share with our listeners? Well, so I've made some changes professionally in my life. Mm-hmm. And another TikTok algorithm thing came to me about reading. <laughs> You're like a psychic. You're like I a know. TikTok psychic. It's crazy. The algorithm is like reading me. I'm telling you. <laughs> it came to me. But this lady talked about this book about boundaries. What's and the title? It's called um, Heal. Oh, I'll have to tell you it. Heal your. The the author is. Let me tell you. Take your time. Yeah, that's fine. We'll the just... author is Louise Hay. And I think her book was called like Heal Your Life. And so I was having some like professional shifts and whatnot. Yeah. And kind of trying to figure out how to redirect my energy into me. I'm, I'm a. My love language is acts of service mm-hmm. giving and doing which is a wonderful thing but not so much to myself yep and i wanted to kind of redirect my energy that i usually spend on others to, to me a little bit more not mm-hmm. give up that but more and i found this amazing book thanks to tiktok is that you can heal your life yes okay by louise by louise hey hey and it's just such great tools and so i actually just Love bought that. another one of her books and heal your body yes okay and I'm going to read that next. But it's just, I'm not into like the whole, like, I've never been into the whole self-help kind of thing. But now I'm like, oh. But now you're into it. it you're helping sense. yourself in a lot of different yeah, ways. Yeah, you're like learning ways of patterns of behavior that aren't necessarily bad, but that need to shift yeah. as you get older. Yeah. And like your body changes and your mindset changes and you're 
goals change and your energy, you know, you want to redirect where you spend your energy. Mm-hmm. And I just think it's been very helpful. Amazing. So I've really enjoyed cool. My friends are so sick of it because I keep like, they'll Talking say about- something and I'll be like, you know, you probably had childhood <laughs> trauma and that's why you- This is generational <laughs> trauma that you're dealing with. Yep. Have you watched Stutz on Netflix with no, Jonah Hill? I watched nothing. I, no, I should watch Jonah it. Hill just made a documentary about his therapist whose name, what's his first name? I don't know. I just David know Stutz. Stutz. I don't know what his first name is either. But Jonah, like, it, I just, I was with my bandmates last night and everybody was talking about their therapist. That yeah. Everyone's on a healing journey of their own. And I just, I just feel like that might be a good add-on it's if you such a take some time away from your Hallmark holiday oh, Christmas. January 2nd. <laughs> I understand. New Year, one, two, New Year, one, New You. That's when you can put so that. So is that what you're watching? Like all Hallmark Christmas? I mean... That and YouTube. I love YouTube. Like, YouTube what do you watch on YouTube? Like, do you watch... I don't get when people say they watch YouTube. So, years ago when I was a nanny for that family, the kids were really into Disney and Easter eggs, like finding hidden things at Disney. Uh They left and left the YouTube on, and I was cooking, and this channel came on called The Tim Tracker, and he does... He's a Disney vlogger, him and his wife, and they literally post a video every single day, and... They basically show their life in Orlando, whether oh my it's God. cooking dinner or just going so to it's like a reality show or going to other Orlando attractions in you know, Florida, things that aren't Disney related. And there was just a lot of comfort in the, oh, the like it's cozy, the everyday kind of posts. And, you know, the last five years have had some death and some like sudden mm. grief that wasn't um, expected. Mm. And. I know this is so weird, but it also kind of makes sense why what people tell me of, of what they like about Tipsy. Just the comfort of knowing this was like one normal a thing. Constant. A constant mm-hmm. in my life. So I got really hooked oh, on I watching love. it. That's it, really cool. And it's nothing like really that I'm very interested in other than like the food. <laughs> but they, I love it. they had like a fertility journey. Now they have a baby. She's having another one. Okay. So like this is it's really like a reality, like a reality yeah, TV it's show. Like cool. Yeah. And they're just like a good couple. So I watch a lot of that. But I also enjoy watching the YouTube shorts now that are like the Instagram. Um, my series. niece, my my husband was seeing was over at his niece's house the other day, and he's like, "What are you watching, Cheska?" She's like, "YouTube shorts." It's like I hate to say this, but maybe coming next year there will be a lot more tipsy on YouTube and YouTube That's shorts great. than Instagram. That's great. I love yeah. that. Instagram is a just a it's a but- just a grind. What I love about Instagram is the interaction with people and I find that the platform itself makes it very hard for me to interact with people. Mm. And so I want to go to a platform that I'm able to interact more with people. Mm. So I'm I'm I've got a new camera coming. I'm going to you have to film differently for mm-hmm. for YouTube than you do for Instagram. Mm-hmm. It's horizontal yep. and yeah, not vertical. We're talking about the same thing over here, doing and other things. Just because the video component is also much more interactive as a human, instead of just like seeing little clips right. from someone, like putting together like these little short vignettes, right. I think is a great way for what we do to make a stronger connection with people. For sure. And it's also like a better use of time. From Unfortunately, there is a small part of me that has to look at Tipsy as, as an income. Mm-hmm. And there's a little, very little return on investment of the amount of time Instagram takes. Yeah. For it to be able to me to be able to to sustain this brand mm-hmm. financially, so that I can continue to make content mm-hmm. and it in YouTube, there's a much easier way to monetize that doesn't affect you know Instagram wants you to have a subscription service now where you're charging your followers, mm-hmm. which I am against. Yeah, for me it maybe makes sense for somebody else, mm-hmm. but for me it doesn't make sense. 
because my blog is monetized and yep. I want to direct people to my blog. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I'm going to be creating content to keep people on an app, I think that the app should reimburse people for yes, that. Mm-hmm. Yes. And Instagram is really good about doing that, whereas YouTube has a lot more opportunities for creators. And I think it's just more user-friendly mm-hmm. So for the, for the people right. who watch. So. The Tim Tracker. Well, now I know what I'm going <laughs> to cozy up to tonight. <laughs> These two look like fun. They've got 800,000 subscribers. It's, and it's been so interesting to watch their Cute. journey from going from like a thousand followers to almost a million. And I mean, you know, they were pinching pennies and, you know, whatever. And now Another they're able to like, and do- they are so generous. They they donate to um, Give Kids the World mm-hmm. and lots of organizations. It's It's been a really nice story to watch. Love it. I like that you have that you like know. connection with them. And especially with what you said about the grief holding on to one thing that you're like, I know I can at least come to this and I'm not going to, there's other things going right. on, but I've got this. Right, that was the constant for sure. Well, April, we are so excited for the future of Tipsy. Mm. Thank you. Can't wait to see you on YouTube. Thank you, you guys. She came over with an essential oil <laughs> bottle called Santa's Sack and it is very jolly and we're going to use it as perfume and maybe even diffuse it. Thank you so much for being Thanks here. For love hanging with you, April. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas Merry and Christmas. as always. Stay cozy, everybody. <laughs> As cozy lifestyle bloggers, we have an affinity for good lighting. Oh, for crying out loud, Michelle, we were raised in the dark. We have an affinity for good lighting because we couldn't see growing up. This is true. Our mom liked it real dim. I think what you're trying to say is if you too have an affinity for great lighting or don't know much about it and can use some expertise, well, we have just the place for you. Horton's Home Lighting. Between Horton's premier lighting showroom and team of lighting specialists, your lighting woes will never go unanswered again. Every square inch of ceiling and walls are covered with twinkling light fixtures as well as ceiling fans of every style and design. The store alone is a destination worth visiting. Oh, but sister, Horton's is so much more than incredible lighting. Horton's also features a full ace hardware with the most helpful and knowledgeable of employees, as well as indoor and outdoor seasonal decor, patio furniture, and so much more. Yeah, like items like the solo stove, uni pizza ovens, tabletop heaters, everything your Midwestern heart desires. Hortons offers Chicagoland's largest in-stock selection of home lighting with locations in LaGrange and Orland Park. Visit any of their showrooms and you will see that Hortons isn't just another lighting store, it's a true destination. Yeah, you know, walking into Hortons is kind of like walking into home. For more information on Hortons, head to www.hortonshome.com. When shopping on hortonshome.com or while in-store, use our code SISTERS for $50 off of any purchase of $250 or more. That's SISTERS, S-I-S-T-E-R-S, for $50 off of any purchase of $250 or more. Thank you for joining us for today's cozy conversation. For more of The Sister Project, check us out on Instagram at at the sister Proj and our website, www.thesisterprojectblog.com. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and maybe even drop us a review. Until next time, stay cozy.